Hey guys, welcome to Whiskey, Wine, and Spine. I'm Dr. Kelsey DeMello, and today on our podcast, we have Carla Rand. Carla is a farmer's wife, a mom of six, yowza, owner of Power Fitness Online, and the host of The Carla Rand Show. She is a music and English teacher, but her favorite thing is connecting with people and helping them live healthy lives in all areas, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Hi, Carla. Hey, Kelsey. Thanks for that intro. Appreciate it. Yeah, I love, you know, this kind of stuff. I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm excited to chat with you. It's like my favorite thing. Yeah, same. So Carla and I had connected uh, about a month ago now in a, a group we're both a part of on social media. And I just found myself like elbows deep in your content pretty quickly. And I was like, oh man, I have to set up a time to actually chat with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm glad we could make it happen. Definitely. So tell us a little bit about you, about your business and about the kind of clients you work with. Yeah. So I grew up on, it's funny because I have six kids and I grew up in a family with six kids. So I grew up in a really busy household. There was, you know, I had three brothers, two sisters. My dad had a business of like uh, in construction. So gravel, sand, trucks, graders, uh, dozers, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So he was constantly doing road construction. And so we had that going on. We had a farm going on. Um, and of course we were involved in our church and our school and like all the, all the things. So grew up in a very busy household, but like a real happening place. Love. My parents loved me. I felt very, you know, accepted, warm, um, great relationship with my siblings. Of course we fought like everybody does, but that sure. was really good. So I feel like I had a really good upbringing. I was in the country riding horses and, you know, on the tractor and just like all the typical farm kid type of things. So I got really used to having a busy life and just lots going on. And I kind of liked it that way, but I did learn to talk very quickly and I learned to like get what I wanted to say in quick. I ate quick, quick. I talked quick. <laughs> I did everything quick because if I didn't do it quick, I was, you know, it was going to be gone. The, the opportunity would be gone because there was so many people sort of vying for attention all the time. So mm -hmm. that was kind of how I grew up. Um, totally loved it though. Loved my life. Trampolines, climbing trees, all the fun stuff. <laughs> And so, you know, growing up in that environment, I didn't realize, but there was some things I think maybe that I didn't like maybe got missed that I like, we can get into that later, but mm -hmm. just some stuff that kind of, I realized down the road that was maybe a problem with that kind of life because I was mm -hmm. developing that kind of life for myself. So mm -hmm. my, like we have a busy happening place. We have a farm. I have a business. My husband has a full-time job. You know, the kids are involved in sports. Well, not this year with COVID, but like everybody's got stuff. We've got horses, we got cows. Like we just have so many things going on, Kelsey, which makes it super fun, right? Yes. Like it's a blast, yes. but it's sometimes it can be too much. So um, balance is what I wanted to talk about today because I feel like balance is so needed with everybody, but particularly when you have a lot going on, you need to find some kind of a balance or you're going to get completely, you're going to swing one way or another. And for me, the swing was the mental health. I didn't even realize it was a thing. So I completely neglected my mental health and I was just like, physical health and spiritual health a little bit, but not enough, but certainly like the emotional mental stuff, I had just always pushed that back. And so that's when, you know, kind of like poop hit the fan and things started to get to be a problem for me. But growing up was, was certainly awesome. Um, and then I, I finished school, went to Bible college for a couple of years, went, got my teaching degree, um, got married in there somewhere. Actually, I got married and then finished my teaching degree. So you can imagine how fun that was. Me and my husband, we were actually sure. both getting our teaching degree. No money. Like we, you know, we just... I remember we were sitting on camping chairs because that's what we got for a wedding gift. We were sitting on camping chairs. We didn't even have a table. Like crazy, oh, that's crazy. Awesome. Yeah, we would never buy juice or like yogurt or anything like that. It was all just like meat and like rice and beans maybe 
and some sort of ramen noodles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ramen noodles, I was actually healthy, so I didn't get that. Okay. That was too healthy. That was, that was too not healthy. We had to, we had to eat healthy. So, so I I wouldn't get that, but I was like, other than that, it was just like as cheap as we can possibly find. So that's Mm kind of how, how it was. And then we finished school. And then what happened? Well, actually, while I was doing my schooling, my knees uh, started to bug me because I played basketball in college. Mm-hmm. So I played basketball a couple of years and completely wiped out my knees. They were just trashed. Oh, so there I was at this at the university and they wanted basketball players there, but I was too trashed. And it was so disappointing, Kelsey, because I wanted mm-hmm. to play so bad. And they were like, we need players. I'm like, I can hardly walk. Like, sorry. Yeah. You know, and so many so people I, go through that. You know, so yeah. many people go through that and it's so devastating and no one really talks about it. Yeah. To be, to be so injured that you can't do what you love to do. I always wanted to play basketball and I yeah. tried orthotics and knee braces and the whole bit. So I started doing aqua fitness. Somebody mm-hmm. invited me. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the aqua fitness, aqua water aerobics, water exercise, I guess. Yeah, sure. So I started doing that. And, uh, and I liked that. And, and I, you know, I thought, Hey, this is a way I could be active. It doesn't hurt my knees. This is amazing. So the mm-hmm. instructor told me, she said, Carla, we need more instructors. Would you get your your certification. Here's, here's kind of how you do it. I'm like, well, what the heck? I'm already in university writing exams. Mm-hmm. I might as well get that too. So, so I, I did get it and uh, started teaching aqua fitness and totally loved it. So really the whole thing of me getting into fitness was a result of my bad knees. If my knees weren't shot, I probably wouldn't have really done that. Yeah. So that was awesome. That what was a blessing. cool, yeah. What a cool, like positive spin on that. And I, you know, cause I work with I work with a lot of injured clients, right? That's a lot of what I deal with being a chiropractor. And so a lot of times they just get so hyper-focused on the fact that they can't do the one thing they want, right? They're like, well, I can't run because of my ankle or I can't bench press because of my shoulder or I can't because of it. It's like, well, yeah, but let's look at these other things that maybe your fitness is lacking in. You know, when, okay, you can't go for a run. When, when was the last time you did a pull-up? Can you do a pull-up? Maybe that's what we should focus on for the next six months while your ankle's healing, right? And so I love that you just took that spin and now you have a career out of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. I just, I totally love being able to do it because I get to do, I get to be active with other people and I love to connect mm-hmm. with other people and I get to teach Kelsey and I did some subbing. Cause so here's the funny story. When I, we got married and then I start, we started our, our teaching degree. I had three years left. We both had three years left. Well, mm-hmm. before my last year, I got pregnant. So here I am with his daughter. So I had her in August and I was supposed to start my practicum year in September. So you can imagine how crazy. So I, I went to half of my classes. And so Jason, like he, I, I would get off the bus. He would pass me the baby. He would go to class. I would run. And actually the first day of class, I brought her with me and I was like nursing her like in the bathroom stall. And it was like a wild oh my gosh. and crazy thing. So actually there was one class. I only went the first day and I never went anymore. I just did like I, I had a few friends and I'm like, just tell me what the projects are. I'll do my, I'll do my time because mm-hmm. in university, you know, it doesn't matter if you show up to class, as long as you get the stuff done. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was some class where like, I missed a lot of the class, but you just do what you got to do. Right. Yeah. So. No, I, I love that. And so I can imagine like, again, kind of circling back around to the overall topic of this podcast of finding balance and the, the well-balanced human, right? Like back then to your point, you had no sense of balance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, no, like, like even just a little while ago, I had no sense of balance. So Mm -hmm. like, I just, it was just go time. Like ever since it was just go. And I, I'm kind of a, I guess maybe like a high achiever. Right. So I want to do a very Mm -hmm. good job of everything I do. I also Mm -hmm. have discovered Kelsey that I have a little bit of, I I get obsessed with things (laughs) and I might even have a little bit of ADHD or something going on there just as I've learned, which whatever, like I'm, 
whatever. If I do have it, it's, sure. it's probably more of a mild thing, but it's just something that sometimes I'm like, oh, that's why I struggle with that so much maybe. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I finished school and I did all that. Um, and I, yeah, so now the, the people I work with are busy moms, surprise, mm -hmm. surprise, <laughs> busy moms typically and busy small town moms typically. A lot mm -hmm. of people like that I'm from the country. I understand the whole small town thing, you know, yeah. grew up in a small town, the whole thing. So, so a lot of the women, they're just like genuine, you know, moms that just want to improve their health, their mm -hmm. vitality, their agility. So really, I just say I help busy moms look and feel like an athlete because yeah. I'm not here just to get you skinny or just get you like losing weight. I'm mm -hmm. here to actually get you fit and strong. So that's my goal. Of course, you're going to lose weight in that process if you have weight to lose, right? Like that's sure. inevitable. You start eating well, you start exercising, boom, if you have 20 pounds to lose, it's going to start coming off. Mm -hmm. So I definitely help with the weight loss part, but really just helping, helping busy moms just look and feel a lot better. Ultimately. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and it's so, it's so true, right? Because I think a lot of times we, if these are busy moms and they're used to this country life, and if they're also on farms or doing labor, if they've got kiddos, they're picking them up, putting them down, right? I think a lot of times we let those things exhaust us so much, but we forget like, that's not, that's not really your workout. You're exhausted, mm -hmm. but that wasn't really your workout. And so that's where that like balance comes in because we have to then play off of the self-care. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and my boyfriend and I, we don't have children uh, yet, but we were, we spent Christmas with his niece who's two years old. And man, at the end of those days, we were both like, are kids really worth it? Like, <laughs> gosh, she's <laughs> exhausting. So I understand why for a lot of busy moms, like this stuff takes the back burner. It's a lot. Totally. It's it a is. lot. And so how do you like, how do you help those clients with finding that balance? Do you find a lot of them adhere to programs very well or adhere to dietary changes very well? How do you kind of navigate those waters for a mom who's really busy? Well, it's funny. I, I hired this videographer. The first video that he did for me, like high edit video, was one of me ranting about how women don't take care of themselves, especially moms, right? <laughs> and the whole idea of self-care sounds selfish to us, right? So it's like, no, no, we can't care for anybody. Like we got to care for everybody ourselves. We always put ourselves on the back burner. So I was ranting mm -hmm. about this and he did a really creative, it was really a, a good job of it. But that was like, that's kind of my where I was too, right? Like, and mm -hmm. I didn't even realize how I was completely neglecting my mental health. I was just like, go, go, go. I was trying to fit in my workout wherever I could, which is more than a lot of moms can say. A lot of moms are just like, forget the workouts. Like I can't even fit those in. Forget it. Like you said, I played with my kids all day, but I feel like what are you doing to build and create energy for yourself rather than mm -hmm. what is just depleting energy? And I think that's a good way to shift what self-care looks like. So mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of things that deplete energy from you. And your kids might actually sometimes create energy for you. There could be some special moments. You could be outside playing with them and you feel sort of energized after that time with them. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the stuff that you do as a mom, it depletes your energy. So working mm -hmm. out is a way that you could actually create energy. And yes, you do create energy. People say, oh, Carly, you must be so tired after all these workouts. I'm like, no, I would be very tired without all of these workouts, believe it or okay. not, this actually, I'm creating energy for myself. Of course, you can overtrain, obviously, Kelsey, right? So mm -hmm. that's a whole other thing. But really, right. by working out, getting outside, moving around, eating well, that is the best thing that you can really do for yourself. And I'm not a makeup, nails kind of person, but for some people to go to the spa, get your hair done, that could be another way that you do self-care. It just kind of gives you some energy. It makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah. And that actually ties into kind of my next, uh, next question. Next topic is 
you know, balance is different for every person. Right. And so I like to, I had a, a freebie I gave away a while ago where it was the, the columns, right. And it's for every stressor, every problem in that one column, you've got to have one thing that cancels out that bad thing. Right. So mm -hmm. for every argument with your husband, for every kid that drove you crazy, for every financial issue, for every, you know, deadline your boss set, whatever those lists of problems are, you've got to have a bubble bath plan. You've got to have a walk planned with your favorite music on. You've got to have, right? And then it makes it kind of so individual. Um, how have you kind of experienced that that balance is just different for women? Yeah, I think it, like you talk to 12 different women, you're going to get 12 different answers about what that balance mm -hmm. looks like. I can talk, I'll talk first just about my experience with it. Yeah. And then um, I'll kind of go into maybe some other situations. So for me, when I was in university, boom, it was all about university. When I got married, boom, I was going to be like the best wife ever. When I started yeah. having kids, I was, you know, little super mom. House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little house on the prairie. I was super mom and I put all my energy into that. Uh -huh. uh, my, my house was immaculate because I was a housekeeper. You know, I'm going to have a good mm -hmm. house, good kids. They're going to be clean and they're going to, they're going to obey and whatever. So I'm just putting everything into whatever it was that I had going on. So then as you can imagine, Kelsey, when I started my business, I put everything into my business at mm -hmm. the neglect of my family, at the neglect of my own mental health. So yeah. I'm a very driven person. So I went all in and, uh, and then everything just kind of fell apart. All of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'm not spending enough time with my, and so I started using really bad coping mechanisms. Binge eating was mm -hmm. one of them, eating the crap out of like, well, just eating tons of food. Cause that's the way I could soothe and cope. Mm -hmm. I used to suck my thumb when I was little. Mm -hmm. And when I was about 12, I started using food. Um, and so anyway, so I just went kind of crazy with that. And then like just going for ridiculously long walks, like walks are helpful, but going for like, just trying to get out of the house, just trying to get away. So like hiding. So I had all these coping mechanisms um, that were really just like not good. Right. So I was just trying to cope with my life. I wasn't actually thriving. I wasn't, I was just like, I got to deal with my life and still keep everything moving. So I was completely maxed out. Um, and so the balance was not there. I was just like, I, I, and I didn't even realize what was happening, Kelsey. It kind of was gradual, but then all of a sudden I'm looking, I'm like, I am a mess. I am such a mess. And I hit a wall actually, like basically had a mental breakdown where I could no longer like function properly. I didn't feel like I was myself. Um, mm -hmm. I would like just cry all the time. Like I was always on the verge of tears. Um, I couldn't have like, yeah, like I could still do my business, but I just struggled so much. So mm -hmm. That was, that was the part where I suddenly was like, oh, mental health is a thing. So for the first time ever, I got a counselor, went to mm -hmm. therapy, did all these things that people mm -hmm. tell you you should do, but they're only for the, the weirdos that have issues. You know, that was my <laughs> thought. Uh, and then yeah. I suddenly realized that maybe I had some issues and, and maybe, maybe this is a good thing. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that was kind of my journey. And so when I look at a lot of other people, I mean, you know, my, my story might be a little bit different. I actually have a hard time sometimes finding people that are in the same boat as me, but there mm -hmm. are people that are similar. Um, so, you know, having, the, having all the kids living on a farm. So like helping with the cows and all that kind of stuff and the yard work and all that. Um, and then having the business and then my husband's always, you know, really busy too. So just so many things pulling. So for me, balance might look very different. I have to have a work life balance, but I have to have a work play balance. I have to have a family work balance. I have to have a husband, kids balance. Like there's so mm -hmm. many things that I, and friend balance. Like I have to actually spend some time with some friends I've noticed about myself and I need to spend time with God, right? Like that's super mm -hmm. important to me. If I don't spend my time with God, I, I hit that wall. So mm -hmm. there's all these things that I'm trying to balance. Whereas for somebody else, it might look like, um, like maybe they're single mm -hmm. and they are, they live at home by themselves. So their balance might be work play. And it might be 
spending time with this sibling or that friend. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like everybody's everybody's balance is going to look different. But I think just to look at it and at least be aware that balance is something. Um, and it's, it's, uh, I used to think balance was impossible. And Kelsey, I've thought many times, oh, I should just quit this part or I should quit that part. But I'm really stubborn and I'm really determined <laughs> to figure out this balance thing. And that's my word for 2021 is balance. And I'm like, uh -huh. I want to figure this out. And then I'm going to teach the heck out of it to everybody else. But I got to figure it out first. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're rocking it. I think you're doing well with it. But, you know, one thing that kind of stuck out to me, Carla, is have you ever done the Enneagram personality I, test? I've done it, but I've only done it like one time. So okay. I, like, so I'm not super familiar. Like there's other personality tests maybe I've done multiple times. or I've read books about them, mm -hmm. um, but that one I'm not as familiar with. So, but you can, you can fill me in if you want. Yeah, no, I'd be super curious to see what your personality type is. Cause we're very similar. That's very okay. much so how I am. I just throw myself into the deep end and things. And then I just like look up and I'm like, wait, I'm drowning. Somebody come help. Right. And that's always always my case. Even, you know, my assistant, whenever I have an idea or whatever, I think we we've talked about this. Whenever I have an idea, I like tell her about it. And she's like, okay, when are we going to do this? I'm like, I don't know, tomorrow. And she's like, tomorrow, like we don't have time to do that, you know, but I'm just, my brain just doesn't stop. And so I find that like, I do have days where I have to just like, you know what, today I'm going to answer some emails, go to the gym and take a bubble bath and read a book. Right. And that's just because I've been on go mode for the past nine days without stopping. Mm. Right. And so I think that regardless of, to your point, whatever, whatever that balance looks like, whether it's your home and your kids and your husband and your, you know, whatever other duties, your job, or it's just you and whatever else you have going on, right. That's, it's going to, we're all going to have those days and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think my, my word for 2021 is accept right? And just being able to accept that. And like, if I have a day where I, I can't put effort into whatever element of my life for whatever reason, like that's just going to be okay. <laughs> like I'm just going to yeah. accept that, you know? Yeah. Well, as we're talking right now, I actually have a housekeeper come to clean my house. And mm -hmm. that was something I had to get over because I'm like, no, 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 I'm super mom. I do everything myself and you uh, know, and, and I don't need help. Right. And then it's suddenly like, oh no, like you, you need to get a bit of help, Carla, because your house is a disaster, and that's bugging the <laughs> heck out of you. And so, whenever you're at home, and, you know, and you're you're seeing those those uh, dust bunnies over there, you're you know, you're like, oh, I can't focus, right? Yeah. So I think, yeah, yeah, it's, I it's important to this so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, we actually had our I had my first housekeeper come like a couple weeks ago because my parents came oh. for a visit, and I was like, okay, you know what? I just I don't have time to clean this house. We're gonna have a housekeeper come. And a uh, super sweet girl. We love her to death. She's been in the family for a while. And literally after she was done cleaning, Carla, I literally, like, I could not have cleaned that well if I tried. Mm. Like, I couldn't. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm never going to be good at this or never good enough at this. Like, this is just not, not my yeah. wheelhouse, you know? Let someone yeah. do something that they're, they're good at and they've experience in. Take a back seat. Yeah, I think there's, there's just times to totally to do that. And I, it's funny cause I'm really good at that in my business. Like I'll delegate mm -hmm. everything out to everybody. But when it comes to like the home stuff, I'm like, no, no, I got to look after that. But I've totally made a shift. I even started ordering uh, well, I didn't start doing this. Actually, there was a bit of a, I just tried it. The HelloFresh, those boxes, those eating boxes that you can oh, get. Yeah. It's supposed to be meal prep. Um, 
I didn't like it. Honestly, it was too much work. I was like, if I'm going to make it myself anyways, I'll just get my own groceries and make it my own way. I don't like to follow instructions. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I learned that about myself. Like that. So it's kind of <laughs> annoying, but, it, but anyways, it's kind of like Ikea in a box, right? Like, can yes. you just like put the bookshelf together and then give it to me? Like, don't just give me the meal plan, like all separate. Like I just want it made anyways. That's, that's a whole nother thing, but <laughs> you know, learning more about myself. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, okay, cool. So how do you, and I guess a lot of this too is rooted, like you mentioned, in the way you grew up, just in kind of a chaotic household. How are you kind of putting this now on your kids and like kind of trying to be, are you trying to show them like by example? Are you like, are you putting an effort to instill the value of balance into your kids? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's really where that was, I think what hurt me the most is I'm like, okay, Carla, what you were, what you've done all along has actually gotten you ahead in life. So it's been okay. But now you have a husband, you have kids, this is starting to affect them when it's just affecting Mm -hmm. me. Fine. I can be a mess, whatever. But if it's starting to affect everybody else, and by the way, I don't believe that anything that we do only affects us. It's always going to affect somebody else. That butterfly effect. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean that, but like, you know, if, so I just seeing my kids, I guess, like missing me, realizing that mom is too busy, mm. mom is gone. And when she is home, she's distracted. She's kind of on edge. Like, it's almost like I was just like sort of vibrating all the time. Right. Like not physically, but just like, you know, I was just, yeah, my head was just ready to explode at any time kind of. Um, and so what that, like the way I coped with that was I would just retreat. I would go to my room or I would just sort of sit there with this kind of vacant stare. You know, the kids are talking to me and I'm like, uh-huh, honey, but I'm not actually listening. Mm-hmm. So for me, the biggest thing is not like hustling more in my business or working harder at keeping my house clean. For me, the biggest challenge is just to sit there, look at my kid in the eyes and listen to everything they say and give them like my undivided attention. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm working on. That's the balance. So when you talk about accept, I think accept is part of my balance to that word, just Mm -hmm. accepting that my life is going to look a little bit different and accepting that it's going to feel uncomfortable sometimes because I'm a doer, but sometimes we're not human doings, we're human beings. And sometimes we just need to be and Mm -hmm. exist that's okay. We don't have to always be doing something. So I really want my kids to see that. And I want them to, I really want them to see that balance thing. I actually had them sit with me in the living room last night. I was doing this relaxation thing where you, you know, you tense the muscle and then you relax it and you kind Mm -hmm. of like, so I'm like, kids come and sit with me, but they started giggling and of course it didn't work. But, um, but the one kid, he sat for a little bit longer. So of course I have five boys too. Maybe if they were all girls, maybe it would have been a different, I don't know. Oh my God. But they're all, it's all from like five years old to like 16 years old. Right. So you uh-huh. get this whole, so I'm trying to sit with them and just teaching them how to relax and, and all that kind of stuff. But I just feel like, yeah, I want them to learn that. But more than anything, I just want to give them that attention, you know, that undivided mm-hmm. attention is that's the biggest thing I think that I have to work on this year. Of course, the scheduling and the structure so that I can do that. So there's all these pieces mm-hmm. to it, but that's the thing that I'm really going to focus on this year is just giving my kids that undivided attention and actually taking them out, like probably once a month anyways, just taking one of the kids out to do something just with them, like on a little date, like a little mummy date or whatever. Yeah, I love that. And one thing that kind of came to mind as you were talking, um, first of all, I love that we're not human doings. Mm. I love that. Like we're human beings. We're not human doings, right? I I absolutely love that. And one thing that just kind of came to my mind as you were talking was the concept of just like being present, right? Mm. And just being in a moment, whether you're working on your business or we're recording on this podcast or you're, you know, 
spending time with your husband or with your kids or whatever you're doing, just do that one thing fully, right? Because how many people, I mean, even us, right before we got on this podcast, we're like, we both hop on here, we're putting the headphones on. I'm, you know, worried about my dogs upstairs, seeing the neighbor's dog. You're talking about, well, my dogs are going to start barking at one o'clock when this person gets here, right? We're like already <laughs> worried about all this other crap going on and it hasn't even happened. Like we're just sitting here, right? Getting ready for a podcast, right? So I think yeah. everyone is guilty of just not being super, super present for those mm -hmm. moments. And that, I think that's a really important part of balance too. Like wherever mm -hmm. your mind is, just let your mind be in that moment. Yeah. And I think the hard thing too, is I actually really love it about myself. Like, mm -hmm. I love that I'm a doer. I love that I can get a lot accomplished. I love that I'm always like energetic and kind of buzzing. inspired and on fire. <laughs> I'm buzzing. Like, I love that about myself. So, so it's kind of like, I can lean into that. And I, it can, it can get me places, but it, so it takes a lot for me to pull back because I feel like that's not me. Mm -hmm. I am the energizer bunny. I am not the sitting there, you know, trying to relax all my muscles for 15 minutes. To me, that's a big waste of time, but I have to force myself to slow down because I want to become that person. And the only way to become that person is by practice, right? So mm -hmm. I have to practice. I have to take that time, which isn't fun, but in the end, I think it'll, well, I know it'll pay off a lot. Totally. No, I love that. And um, yeah, so, so we can kind of like wrap up here a little bit. Tell us your favorite thing about your job. Favorite thing at which job? <laughs> I, no, like, you know, Both jobs. <laughs> all your jobs, <laughs> all my jobs. Um, well, my favorite thing about being a mom is just seeing my kids. So like, like watching their unique gifts and abilities come up and like, oh my goodness, that kid could be so good at this. Or so then I have to be careful at being the driven mom that I'm like, Hey, Hey, like you should go do this. You so like, I'm just like, what would you like to do? Like just really, <laughs> but, but I love seeing their gifts and their personalities, like just develop. It's so, so fun. Mm -hmm. Um, being a farmer's wife is fun because I get to be out with the cows. I get to be out with the animals. You know, it, it forces me to get outside more, even if the weather's not good, you know, the animals still need to be fed. So that part I love. Um, I love working with people. So like with my fitness or with more of the kind of mindset coaching, the podcasting, all of that, just being able to talk with you right now, Kelsey, like I kind of wish we had two or three hours, honestly, but I just I love to connect. I love to hear people's stories. Um, yeah, I just really love people like genuinely love them. And that's why when I started with my fitness, I did that. And then people were asking about my nutrition. So I did nutrition. And then people mm -hmm. were asking me about, well, it, like things came up, like their heart felt the trauma in their life or the journey that they were on or the obstacles like that came up. Right. So now mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I want to help them at that level. So that's where I, you know, I talk about the, the spiritual, the mental, the physical, and of course the emotional is in there as well. Cause that's how we feel things. But like all of those aspects are so important for everybody to be aware of and to work on. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, I love, I just love connecting with people in, in whatever way that is and improving their lives, like making a positive impact on them is something I'm super passionate about. That's awesome. That's so cool. And yeah, I mean, I have, how many clients can you even think? I mean, I can think of so many clients right, right off the top of my head where, you know, they kind of come to you and they've been through a divorce or they're a single mom or they, you know, have just this source of stress in their life that's so powerful. It's holding them back from their physical, mm -hmm. right? Or it's holding them, something is just holding them back from that, whether that's to your point, a childhood trauma or something more recent that's happened. It's, uh, it's really interesting. And the deeper I dive into, you know, working with clients one-on-one, -on -one, I'm like, wow, so much of this is mental and emotional and spiritual. 
mm-hmm. and people it just is. don't even realize it. Yeah, because if there's an emotion going on, an emotion is an indicator, right? So an emotion mm-hmm. tells you that something is either going well or something is amiss. <laughs> so if, you, right. if you're feeling something in your body, that emotion, whether it's that, that lump at the back of your throat or that tightness in your chest, or you know, even sometimes it can be back pain or tension in your jaw or headaches, right, from clenching your teeth or you know, from having your shoulders up and always you know, having your trapezius muscles constantly engaged, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Like there's a reason for it. So the emotions are an indicator. So it's important to be aware of the emotions, not let, don't let the emotions rule you, but at least pay attention to them and see Mm -hmm. what I did is I didn't pay attention to my emotions. I thought, well, that's for emotional women. I'm not a typical Mm -hmm. emotional woman. I'm the stoic, you know, a woman that's in control, but Mm -hmm. I had to pay attention to my emotions and that was the big thing. And so now that I can pay attention to those, then I can actually get to the root of maybe the mental or the physical Mm -hmm. or the spiritual sort of emptiness that's going on that I need to look after. Totally. And so you're you're talking about obviously the traps tightening up, the jaw clenching. What other kind of physical signs should people be looking for? Well, I think like one big thing is just the, the overactive mind. Like I remember going to a massage therapist and she was like working on my head. She's like, Carla, you, you just never turn your brain off, do you? Because like my eyes, you know, the movement in my eyes. And I'm like, she's like, can you just try to turn your brain off? I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try, you know, she's, and it was like, we're so relaxing, like massage, she's massaging my head, right? Like that should be the most relaxing thing. And that, you know, out of my eyes are closed and there's, you know, soft music playing. And even then it's like my mind wouldn't turn off. So I think a lot of times if you're lacking sleep, your, your mind's not turning off. That's a pretty big indicator that there's something going on. I think too, like people can get like, you know, pain in their temple, their forehead. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many different places that you can hold it. For me, I hold it in my chest. I get like tight chested when I'm feeling sad or or something's wrong. I feel it in my chest, sometimes in my stomach uh, and definitely in my throat. Like if Mm -hmm. I'm, if I feel like I'm going to cry or or anything like that, right. I don't like to cry. So then I hold it back and then my throat gets sore. So Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd, I'm better off just to let the tears out. And, uh, and realizing too, that, you know what, it doesn't actually kill, like, it would be okay if my kids saw me cry once in a while, that would probably actually be a good thing for them to see. So, yeah. So it's like, I'm sort of, um, from all the stuff that went on this year with me, kind of having that mental breakdown, I feel like, yeah, I'm a very different person now than I was last year at this time. Mm -hmm. And really for the good, like I wouldn't trade all the bad kind of stuff that happened to me this year, the mental breakdown, like the, the being overwhelmed, all of that, that brought me to a place where. I realized I had to make a change mm-hmm. and that, that was a gift to me, really. All the trauma was actually a gift and a gift to my family and my clients. I'm way more empathetic now. I may more understanding. Um, I can see people more for where they're at. I can see the pain more. You know, I, I'm just a little bit more sensitive to all of that. So that's, yeah, it's been helpful for me for sure. Totally. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Carla. Do as our, where can we find you mostly? You're mostly on Facebook, right? Yeah. Facebook's my main platform. I'm on Instagram too. So on Facebook, it's just Carla Rand. Um, Mm -hmm. You can also check out my power fitness page. If you're interested in fitness, it's Mm -hmm. just power fitness online. And then Instagram, I'm the Carla Rand (laughs) or or power fitness online. Yeah. It's it's power fitness online is is my company. So anywhere there would be good, but yeah, the best place is just go to my Carla Rand personal profile page on Facebook, message me there. If you want to connect with me, I'd be happy to chat with you. Um, And I do have coaches lined up too. Like, you know, if you need some therapy or coaching, you need referrals, like, you know, I'm really happy just to, to kind of point you in the right direction. I'm not a therapist myself, so I'm not going to take that on, (laughs) but I'm happy to point you in the right direction. So totally. Yeah. yeah. And I'll link all that in the, the show notes. Well, thanks, Carla. You have an awesome day and we're super grateful to have had you here. Thank you, Kelsey. It's been an honor. I really appreciate you having me on here today. Bye, sweetie.